I'm a Harry Glitt. Howdy, howdy. Hello. And welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast where we probe paranormal events to determine whether they really were paranormal for the questionable benefit of humanity. We take it in turns to host, and yes, indeed, today is my episode. My name is Kev. Alongside me, with no idea what's coming up, is... Mr. Granville Moonwalker. I had no idea as I entered this rabbit hole, but I think that this case is going to remind you of an episode or two we've covered previously, Granville. Only one or two? One or two, yes, indeed. Today, good sir, we are staying in England as we head to Whitby. Whitby is a seaside town in Yorkshire, Northern England. Whitby Abbey, which dates back to about 656 Common Era, was Bram Stoker's inspiration for Dracula. Ooh. So you know that some dark, true dark stuff has gone down in this place. I feel like you covered an episode and it had the term Common Era in it. And since then, you've just decided to hunt down every case possible which has the term common error in it i believe you probably say that more than you say alien or extraterrestrial <laughs> these days well, do you know what it's just me sticking it in there every time because we were brought up in school with ad for adce bc yeah, bc bc and ad which obviously has um historically religious undertones to it and children aren't taught that in our educational system anymore are they not no they're taught before common era and common era i did not know that. yes and it's yeah seen as less correct to use the old terminology and can potentially offend people so i've tried really hard <laughs> to <laughs> teach myself not to automatically roll out ad fair enough you're in the common era now son <laughs> And in the common era, we have politics. Are you familiar with British politics, folks? It's how what goes down in the country is decided, and in the United Kingdom, the big dogs of politics since the 1920s have been the Labour Party and the Conservative Party. Whilst there's lots of overlap to hugely oversimplify, Labour generally favour a welfare system and rights for all classes, including the working classes, believing that the top earners should be taxed more to support those less fortunate, whereas Conservatives, aka the Tory party, are more nationalistic and favour privatisation and a free market. Basically, Labour want to crack down on the rich, taxing corporations and the wealthy more to fund reforms to things like the National Health Service, and Conservatives want to crack down on the poor, cutting benefit entitlements aka welfare, and taxing corporations less to encourage business and growth. As I say, hugely, hugely oversimplifying. What's important, though, is that people who get into politics are generally quite reputable folks. Generally. <laughs> By the term reputable, do you mean pricks? <laughs> now, mm, good question. Is it that lots of politicians are pricks, or is it that we expect them to be honourable people, therefore when one goes bad, it makes bigger waves? I personally think a lot of them get into it for the right reasons, and then they see how they can turn things in their favour, and it corrupts them. Yeah, I'm aware of two local uh, MPs, I guess you'd call them, politicians, who are at the stage of getting into it for the right reasons. I wonder when they'll turn. <laughs> <laughs> Can you remember? It was a long, long time ago. And by a long time ago, I reckon it was 2010. Right. Maybe earlier. You were back. 
So I returned from your jaunts. around 2009, 2010. Yep. Yeah. And we decided to randomly head out right. to a bar and we met a politician. Oh, there. yes. <laughs> that would have been about 2011. Yeah. And they had a yes. really cool hat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that hat's really fucking cool. And they're like, yeah, you can wear it if you want. Sweet. Ended up wearing this hat all night. Went to give the hat back. They're like, no, no, no. Bring it to this event tomorrow when you turn up. I'm not fucking going to that <laughs> event. Still got the hat somewhere. <laughs> it was a proper, authentic Alice in Wonderland hat. The Mad Hatter's hat that Johnny Depp played. I have that hat somewhere in my house. Obviously it, not. The, the very not hat. His one, but... <laughs> Yes, I now have one of them somewhere in my house. I mean... I mean, that, that politician <laughs> made a bold play to get you to their, really their event, didn't they? If anything, he was too trustworthy. <laughs> well, there you I go. was a scoundrel. Early in his career, you turn them bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm the reason. He lost faith, faith in humanity at that point. Before then, that politician was honourable, trustworthy, full of dignity. Doesn't his name also rhyme with... Uh... Moving on. <laughs> Simon Parks was born to a reportedly alcohol-misusing mother in her later life and an absent father who left the family when Simon was about one year of age. Simon's mum considered it her sole job to bring up Simon and so Simon and his mother maintained a very close relationship. Having said that, Simon has disclosed that his mother historically worked for the National Security Agency of America and was supervised by British services in the United Kingdom, which led to Simon's mum eventually misusing alcohol as part of a coping mechanism to deal with being a figure of state control. We are starting hard, folks. Stay with me. Simon's mum struggled with controlling the world, so decided to leave the secret services. Sadly, so Simon says, Simon's mother was then whacked two weeks later. I've seen reports from Simon that suggest that Simon's mum knew about the recovery of alien crash sites, so I guess she knew too much. Simon has stated that soon after his mum mysteriously passed away, Simon was given two grand in an envelope through his door. Simon was around 18 at this time and used this blood money to get him started in a new life down London way. Whilst we are covering Simon's family, this man has quite the bloodline. Simon's grandfather also worked for MI6, the United Kingdom Secret Service, though not as a straight up spy as Grandpappy was in a deal-making role. Simon followed a different path. Simon worked hard and eventually qualified as a driving instructor. Simon would by the early 2010s represent Stakesby on Whitby Town Council. Simon would marry and have three children with his wife, his earth wife, because Simon's life didn't start off quite so bland, for Simon was actually adopted as a baby by a nine foot tall green alien with eight fingers. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean, what? So, um, is. Oh, questions. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a politician. Parents worked for secret services. Yes, but... Was adopted by alien. But, but, but. Was this alien on Earth or was he taken elsewhere? Mmm. Like, was That's he... That's not a straightforward answer, I'm afraid. Was he taken to, like, a MI6 facility and then taken no. behind closed doors and there's aliens there and it's like a giant school <laughs> no <laughs> very much no okay. i also chuckled earlier when you said that um he took a different path and he worked hard that's what i was saying <laughs> what do you reckon his granddad just strolled in there and was just like uh 
I can I'll, do this. I'll, I'll, I'll do a deal with you. Yeah. <laughs> you give me this job. And uh, I'll do it for 30 years. Deal done. That was his first ever deal. <laughs> and his last. <laughs> Worked there for 30 years. Did F all. Cushy's but he had a deal. <laughs> he was known as the grand deal maker. What do you think a deal maker does with the secret services? Makes deals. Wow. What kind of deals? All deals. Do you think we're talking like high level between world government agencies? From swapping some peas for some carrots to um, swapping nukes. Or do you think it's more targeted than that? Say, telling the Zeb, the lollipop lady who lets people cross the road to not walk out for another two minutes so that a target can get hit by a car that's going across the road. He doesn't know why he's making that deal. He's just making the deal. He's making the deal. So, I think it's a whole spectrum. There's only five deal makers in the world. We don't they, know who they are. They all made a deal to get in the job. <laughs> now that we've sussed that out, the Secret Service is going to turn up at the door as we go to leave today. <laughs> and we know exactly what to do. I'll make, make you a, a deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make you a damn guy. The adoption wasn't even the start of Simon's story. Simon was actually visited by aliens while still in his Earth mother's womb. Simon remembers very clearly seeing a face with no real distinguishing features before then becoming aware that there was much more to this world than Simon knew quite an unusual thought for a fetus, although saying that, most children from what I understand don't recall their pre-births. This could be happening to all of us. Simon has given interviews and those clips have made their way to YouTube, so I've got a lot of today's episode from Simon first hand. Simon has shared of his early experiences that at six months of age, Two grid stick things came in. I was aware of some movement over my head. I thought, they're not mummy's hands. Mummy's hands are pink. Mummy has thumbs. These are green and pointed. And there's four of them. Haven't really gone for a politician voice there, have I? Also, you... No. <laughs> you said six months of age, and I was, like, thinking <laughs> six. No. <laughs> It's not how a fucking six-year-old talks. <laughs> also, you did kind of cover it towards the end, but when you said that um, he remembers seeing no face and everything when he was in the womb, I was about to say, it's been a long time since I've called it, but I'm calling bullshit. Then <laughs> you covered it by, this could be happening to all of us. If we don't <laughs> recall our pre-verbs. It's like, fucker. <laughs> Got that squared off. Uh, I need a more politician-y voice. I was looking straight into its face. It enters my mind through my eyes, and it sends a message down my optic nerve into my brain. It says, I am your real mother. I am your more important mother. Simon explains that his more important mother had human features, including a kite-shaped face, big eyes, two tiny nostril slits for a nose, and a thin mouth. I should probably add at this point that this particular species of alien appears to be interdimensional. Do you know what I pictured? I think it's a, a Stephanie South Park episode. Yeah. I think where, I don't know if it's Moses that Kyle meets, but it's just like that triangle shaped uh, gold thing. I can't remember. Very, it, very long time ago. He gets him to make him um, spaghetti-shaped pictures or whatever they're called. No, I can't remember anything oh, else. God damn it. Either way, that's what I'm picturing. Also, if this is his real mother, he wasn't adopted by her. His more important mother. Yeah. I'm your real mother. I'm your more important mother. Therefore, it's not his adoptive mother. Yeah, the human mother is his adopted mother. So you mother. say that, but I could say to you, I'm your real mother, Granville. That you doesn't actually make me your biological mum. does with this instance. <laughs> Makes me your spiritual mother. <laughs> Come on, Chad. Spirit mum. <laughs> Can I have some money? <laughs> no. 
partner. Need some spirit money. But I do you deal, Chad. The visits in the womb weren't even the start of Simon's story. Simon has informed that our Earth life is not our first or only life, and Simon has been reincarnated. Simon remembers ancient Sumeria, Babylonia, and the Syrian Empire. Simon also remembers the Garden of Eden. (laughs) Simon has stated that certain sections of the Bible are quite true though inferences placed on these accounts are for religious or controlling purposes. Was he the snake in the garden? Who knows? Simon remembers a more physically and mentally advanced race who constructed or shaped parts of the world, including Mesopotamia, to make them habitable. Going back to the Garden of Eden, Simon has explained that there were hundreds upon hundreds of humans rather than just two working for these advanced creatures before all humans were expelled from Eden. Basically, the Bible is along the right lines, but there's more to it. This is the angle the church should take, isn't it? As science has sort of discovered more and more, the church could be like, well, well, the Bible doesn't tell you everything. It's just a summary. Rather than like hanging on to it. It's, an <laughs> it's just the bullet points. We didn't mention dinosaurs because they did fuck all. If. So is Simon. Right, he says that our Earth life is not our first life. Yes. Indicating says that. that we have lived on other planets and. Other planets, other planes, something systems, like that. Yeah. All of that. Mm-hmm. Yet yeah. all he seems to read be recounting here is places on earth give him time places that you can read up on and get information about well he doesn't want to blow people's minds does he people who just say he's bullshit and if he makes things up (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna be cruel enough to say that he is bullshitting just yet so i'm gonna wait I, I certainly would He's recommend. I'd recommend <laughs> waiting just a little bit longer before you cast serious judgment. Yeah, it's pre-life. <laughs> We've covered some of Simon's early life and pre-life, <laughs> but we haven't covered what exactly happens when Simon is visited. When Simon was six years old in 1965. Simon was visited, whereby the visit took an unexpected turn. An advanced technological holographic sexual turn. He's six years old. To be clear, to aliens, Simon has confirmed that it's not about age. It's about experience and the soul. I hope, I truly hope he does not do something bad down the line and this is his argument. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of headlines still continue to state that Simon lost his virginity to an alien, but Simon repeatedly points out that this isn't sex like we understand it, so probably doesn't count as losing his B-plates. Probably. Is it like um, in Demolition Man? (laughs) <laughs> they they interlock minds. Yeah. <laughs> well, Simon has nevertheless been having an absolute shag fest with these aliens ever since. Every few months or so, Simon is visited, confirms that he's ready, and then is beamed up by his mum, as I understand it, for a sexual session with what Simon refers to as the Cat Queen. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Gaze upon the cat queen, this is sir. This turned into interspecies erotica. What the hell? What the hell is that? <laughs> it's a cat queen. <laughs> Meow, mother trucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post <clears throat> this little image on our Instagram at But It Was Aliens. What I have here is a painting of the cat queen of a ginger 
cat with some jewelry around its neck a majestic crown a yes a quite beautiful crown and what i'm guessing is meant to be a dress yeah i, I will a dress say slash blankie the it looks a little bit like the eyes don't line up what's happened is on the left eye as in our left mm-hmm. they've drawn a thicker line for the eye coming down and then on the other one, they've opened the eye a little bit more. That's what's throwing me off. This is just a picture I found. The artist, whoever drew this, sort your lines out. You're making, you're doing the cat queen a disservice. <laughs> How do you think holographic sex works? Like Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Demolition Man query. When they interlock the minds... When you get to the point of climax, does that happen in your mind or in your body? Going by Demolition Man, body. However, I don't know quite how it works. Because in Demolition Man, they put the helmets on and then you saw some flashing images of like them kissing or whatever. Who controls what... (laughs) happens <laughs> is one of them in charge because how does yeah how does that work i think if one has like one one proper kink <laughs> that the other one's not into and then they do it anyway is like what's going on there it's not consensual at one that point. keeps on pinching the other one's balls because they really like that it's <laughs> just like ah! why does it keep happening ah! nipple flicking <laughs> Could Simon like be on the bus going to work and holographic sex up. happens? And <laughs> no, because he says he needs to uh, confirm that he's ready. Well, I mean, if it's been three months, you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, do they beam him up spiritually? And uh, everyone's watching him on the bus, like. <laughs> His body's just moving on its own. He's not there. He's like sat down grinding. (laughs) Woo! I hope in real life he doesn't have cats. But I kind of hope he does. Do you reckon he he claims they're his kids? (laughs) He's got a hundred (laughs) kids. Every cat that looks at him is like, son... (laughs) Takes him hours to walk to work because he has to stop by every cat he sees and ask him how they're doing and whether they need anything. Cat dad. We, we've still got a fair bit to go here. <laughs> cat dad. <laughs> when Simon was 11 years old, Simon has shared that an alien took Simon aboard her spaceship where a conversation took place. A deal was struck around contact between the alien world and our own Earth. He's taken after his granddaddy. Grandpappy. I'm not sure why Simon was able to make such a deal, as Simon has confirmed that there's nothing special about him, which we will touch upon in a bit. Because of his contact with aliens, I assume, later... The Illuminati would approach Simon to join, but Simon didn't like the deal being offered and declined. Simon's just an average guy, you see. Simon has explained that whilst physically travelling and interdimensional aliens, including reptilians, mantids, palladians, nordics, tall whites and shadow creatures exist, Simon is most frequently visited by mantid aliens who are about seven feet tall. The one who visits Simon most regularly wears a cloak. We have some of Simon's artwork depicting an alien creature for you, Mr. Moonwalker, and we'll post these on our Instagram again at But It Was Aliens. I have a question before I have a look at it. Yes. Was it Simon that painted the picture These of the ones. Cat queen? No, the cat was just a random cat I found <laughs> <Yeah>. to illustrate. <laughs> so have a look at but Simon's the, This art. is Simon's own art you're about to gaze upon. 
This is some exquisite art. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm casting no shade in that direction. I'm assuming this is a purple cloaked mantid. Yes, yes indeed. And that thing poking out from the back of his neck is a hood? Well, I'm assuming. I, I don't know. I mean, could be. Could be anything. So that could be where these mantids keep their balls. Green skin. And he looks like he's just got his arms dangling in front of him rather than down to his side like kind a of, normal. Yeah, kind of almost like a like zombie walk. But then <laughs> what's normal for us may not be normal for Absolutely. others. Absolutely. Might not be able to put their arms down to their side. Mm-hmm. Got some interesting hair as our Simon. Yeah, I think he's um, heading towards comb over territory, bless him. He seems to be on with two of our, well, previous favourite <laughs> TV show hosts with uh, Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't recognise these people at all. And we have some more pictures. This one, oh, it's the same picture as before. But we have another one, and it looks... Uh, okay. Um, has This one has no arms, or they're underneath the cloak. But I'm trying to figure out what that is at the back of the mm, cloak. I'm not entirely sure. Either way, it's the same green-skinned, mantid alien with a thin, stick-like neck and a purple cloak. Now, I wonder why they're wearing a cloak. I've got a purple cloak. Do you? I do. An actual, like, to the floor cloak? Um. It better be, otherwise it ain't a cloak. It reach... I think it goes to my shin? Maybe a... Maybe longer? Can't remember. It's been a while since I wore it. Is this for, like, when you dress up as 60s Batman? No. It's when I played a cult leader. Ah. Uh, did you buy the cloak? No. Or did they just let you keep the prop? Just let me keep them. Random. So yeah, I have the full outfit from, from your acting career, my Hollywood career. <laughs> you ever watched that film? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I need to see it. So, how does all this impact upon Simon's working life? The aliens are respectful and never take Simon during meetings. The aliens don't want attention in general, so they avoid the spotlight. They don't have any particular agenda. For example, they aren't planning to conquer the Earth, and they also don't mind Simon sharing his experiences. Otherwise, they'd have stopped him. It has led to Simon being watched by the British Security Service, but outside of that, Simon's working life is all good. The impact on Simon's personal life is a little more complicated. Not surprised. His uh, earth wife has heard about this and just kicked up a fuss. What would you do if your earth wife had had these sorts of experiences? <laughs> We'd have a new episode. <laughs> <laughs> these creatures don't want the spotlight. Mm -hmm. But apparently they don't mind him sharing his experience. Mm -hmm. I think they don't mind him sharing the experience. But he's outed them with some quality, lifelike art portraits here. Mm -hmm. So he's essentially putting them in the spotlight. If he would have just said, oh, I've had these experiences, but not shown their faces. Mm -hmm. Like, can you imagine if these aliens see these pictures, these great pictures fantastic artwork and they go oi ray he's drawn you he's <laughs> got your Look, balls he's shown you right there your neck balls and that's clearly you there bill he's outing them they don't want spotlight and he's giving them spotlight what are they gonna do and uh they're gonna whack him but again back to simon's personal life his wife's pissed Mm -hmm. Every time he goes out, he's got to stop by a cat, make sure it's not his kid. <laughs> or if it is his kid, he's got to start providing. Every time he hears a meow, it's like, fuck's sake, there's another one. <laughs> I wish I never met her. 
discovered that Simon bops the Cat Queen about four times a year. His mum arrives, they hold hands, and when Simon says I'm ready, technology that Simon doesn't quite understand takes them up to a craft orbiting the Earth. That craft is not quite the standard flying saucer. Simon explains that the craft is teardrop shaped with the blunt end going forward and the pointy end at the back as it flies. The mantid craft has no sharp edges for corners, there's no clutter, everything is a silvery colour and it's almost as if seating has been grown out of the floor. It's like the craft has been 3D printed. The craft has a conscious presence which is interlinked with the DNA of those with permission to command the craft and controls are input not through panels but through thought which enables speed of light commands to be given. I'm not exactly sure whether this is where Simon bangs and I do know that Simon has bopped other aliens too, including a lion one, but regardless. Got things for the felines, isn't he? <laughs> Cat dad. <laughs> Simon fathered a child Cat dad. <laughs> to whom Simon and the Cat Queen gave the beautiful name of Zarka. Simon has explained that the aliens can enter your mind and make you think things and Simon thinks that the aliens make Simon think that Simon loves them to ensure that Simon has a sexual reaction. We're on tricky consent ground here but an alien child Simon does have. Simon has had to come clean to his wife about this and this has caused lots of arguments. Simon doesn't see his affair as on a humid level, so he doesn't think that it's wrong, but Mrs. Parks doesn't necessarily agree. In one account, Simon said his wife found out, rather than that he told her, so I'm really not sure what this scenario looked like. I wonder if she saw him on the bus. I really hope he's not diddling cats. Oh, you need to get that out of your mind. Get it out of my mind, you put it there. You've literally just told me what he does. Well, like alien cats, that's not quite the same. That we know of. <laughs> oh, gosh. He's also kind of, again, almost given himself an out by saying that he thinks they're tricking him to think and feel what he feels. Yeah. So it's not really him... I'm being forced to do the things that I'm doing. <laughs> you think he's laid that line in cat there in case he's ever outed exactly. as an actual cat fiddler and he can fall back on that. Do you think that once this kind of came out, his wife stayed with him? Or did she leave? For a time. Two days? Half an hour? Hmm bit longer than that. I reckon you, you try and make it work for the family for a while. What year was this? 2000s? Well, technically from birth because he was visiting the womb. Oh, I mean... But we're talking sort out. of... Yeah, between 2000 and 2020, I would suggest. Mm. So Twitter was a... Twitter. Yeah. Tinder yeah. was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She's immediately hopped off and hopped on Tinder. Fuck this prick. <laughs> Fucking cat dad. She's gone on the hunt for a new cat dad. <laughs> She's one of her thing. I don't, I've, I've never used it, so I don't know. But in your bio, you must put th like something. And she's probably put, does not fucking like cats. <laughs> 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 must hate cats. Simon has appeared on Channel 4 documentary Confessions of an Alien Abductee. Simon told the documentary that his earliest memory was being lifted out of his cot by an alien. That does slightly conflict with his memory of being visited in the womb, as Simon shared in 2013 when appearing on a certain morning television show on the United Kingdom's ITV channel. As has become But It Was Aliens tradition, we are going to watch minutes of footage from this morning. If you'd like to start at about 4 minutes and Woo! 20 in this link, 
and we won't talk about the hosts because I'm pretty sure one of them has been cancelled at least in the last few months. Yeah, I don't. Something to do with a, a not underage but very young, like abuse of power kind of situation. Ah, uh, okay. I don't care enough to look more into it because I don't watch them. Yeah, it's one of those ones didn't break the law but incredibly frowned upon, but I don't know enough about it to comment. Do, 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 do. Because outside of the very close family, most people can't handle it. And so this progressed through your really through your does look like a politician on, you lost your virginity to one of these aliens who now this is quite a this is quite a confused part of the story here because from what i read the alien turned themselves into the woman from the fries turkish delight advert <laughs> yes this is holographic so i wouldn't have actually lost my virginity. i'll show you a picture um, this is a holographic image and um, we think we have some wonderful technology here on this earth but the technology that I've seen far surpasses anything that we have here, or at least anything that the military tell us they have. Um, this was a holographic experience. How old were you? And uh, that would be about 1965. What age were you then? That would be about five or six. You six lost your virginity at six years no, old. No, I didn't say that. It was a holographic yeah. So you had a sexual encounter with it, exactly. At six years old. Absolutely. Yes. So age doesn't <laughs> matter to them. Uh, no, because it's about experience. It's about um, your soul. Um, and in the West, we don't really understand souls, really. but in the East <laughs> and in the Bible, they actually understand souls very, very clearly. You went on oh, to have in the Bible. sex with <clears throat> an alien called a lion lady. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> and, and, Although you weren't attracted to her, yeah. you said that wasn't really what it was about. It wasn't like what we have here, where there's sort of, for the majority of people, there has to be a sort of attraction. It was for other means. Um, this is an incredibly difficult subject for most people to understand, and I fully, fully appreciate that most yeah. people can't get their head around it. Um, we're talking oh, about creatures that have the ability to enter your mind. Numerous alien children. To go into your mind and give you images um, and to make you think one thing when actually you think another so i think these creatures would have actually um come into my mind and made me appear to love them because otherwise um you wouldn't actually uh, have a, a a sexual reaction with anybody unless you felt something for them um so that's not true my friend <laughs> yeah the thing is I've, I've seen these pictures ever since i was very young yeah. Um, oh, so it doesn't bother me. And we messed up logic. That humanity is not the only thing in this galaxy, in this whole, in this whole. That was a UFO. Well, if, only if it was. <laughs> only a fly. It could land on the White House lawn. And when you get used to these creatures, um, and you realise that mankind is literally just a pinprick in a yeah. massive constellation, um, some things become less important. I can. I okay. Um, so if you'd like to check the research notes, I've got the image of that person from the commercial they mentioned, just so you can understand that. I would also, before we go on to that, just like to say that he brings up the Bible. Yes. Aliens. Do you think they read the Bible? Wrote it. <laughs> okay. Oh, I remember this Turkish Delight advert. <laughs> I'm not surprised he had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been... No, nah, because he was young. I was about to say, that must have been every teenage boy's wet dream at that point. Well, that that advert probably was on for quite a few years. Yeah. That might have introduced him to what a an attractive person of the gender of his preference looks like. Turkish Delight is rank, though. How did this morning cover so many alien cases? I have no idea. Why don't we have a morning TV show? And he never, I wouldn't say he never broke character. He's the quite whole, sincere, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, the really? whole way through. He's calm, he, he's collected. calm, he knew exactly what he was, or he didn't know exactly what he was talking about, but he had an answer for everything mm. and... There was no signs of a smirk on his face, like anything like that. Talking about unreasonable shit with quite a lot of reason? Yes, precisely that. 
Next up, we're going to briefly observe nearly three minutes from Confessions of an Alien Abductee. I want you to hear Simon's own accounts. So if you'd like to check this link and we'll watch about three minutes of it from the start. Alien it's a better drawing this time. Almost. Yes. <laughs> Who are these people? And how does it affect them? I'm all trembling. What is that? I think it's just fear. They're being taken. <laughs> Fucking hell, look at her hair. All the cats, all the rocks. It's chaired by 53-year-old Simon Parks, who's been the local Labour councillor there since last year. He also works as a driving instructor. That other woman was going to sleep. If there's a job that will make you calm, it's probably being a driving instructor. <laughs> you must deal with chaos every day. Um, I did see you going up the stairs like a cat thingy, scratching post. <laughs> All right, it's got cats. I'm human, but in my mind, it got me to be convinced that it was my mother. If you can imagine, this alien being as a Why has he got so many rocks? And so I refer to it as mum. He's eccentric. So how often do you see your mum? Well, I would say probably once a month, twice a month, depending. And what will happen is that we will hold hands, and I'll say I'm ready, and then the technology that I do not understand, <laughs> then you are just taken, and you go up. Straight up to, to a craft orbit in the earth. But having an alien mum isn't Simon's only close encounter. That is the, the being that I claim to have a sexual relations with. That's so much different than the one you showed me. All, all I refer to her as is the cat queen. So you have sex with her? Yes. How often? Don't remember all of it. Um, it's not what he asked. He so said it was holographic sex last time. Do you have any alien children? He did. You're looking at one here. He did. This is the name, Sarka. So that's your child? <coughs> well, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? But there you go. Simon's encounters with his alien lover have caused problems with his Earth wife, who has asked not to be filmed. My wife, <laughs> you know, um found out about, about it and was very unhappy, clearly. That caused a few problems. Well, was she jealous? Yes. But it's not on a human level, so I don't see it as wrong. What do you say to some people that might say, oh, you're, you're mad? Yeah, I'd say I can understand how you would say that because you, you've not seen anything yourself and that's your, your immediate fallback position. I can't get over all the rocks in his house. <laughs> of all you've just heard, the thing that's got you is rocks. There's so many. Uh, like you said, it's gone from... No, to be fair, though, I can't believe I'm saying this. To be fair to him, he didn't... He said it was holographic when... Hmm. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said at one point it was holographic, but then he also mentioned that there are times where he is collected and he goes up and then meets her, and he never said those were enc encounters were holographic. Didn't say that they weren't. Pedantic. <laughs> fucking rocks. <laughs> he also he's he said that it. The picture was the being that he claims to have relations with. Doesn't say that he doinks that alien. He says, I claim to doink this alien. Interesting turn of phrase. Uh, this is well not really... Well picked up upon. I said well picked up upon. But... Um, I've watched these a lot. Do you think he... Well, he's drawn it. I was going to say... Do you think he kind of blacks out at the time it happens and then he's told afterwards that's what's happened? Hmm. 
Maybe that's what or happens during holographic sex. Or you he's kind not of allowed to look at the queen. in your chair as they plug your mind in. He's forbidden from looking at her. So he's drawn her off a feel. <laughs> <laughs> feel my face and then draw me. Later mm. on in that video, Simon decides that he's being followed by an Audi driven by the Secret Services on a country road. It's single lanes and he madly accelerates and overtakes a truck coming the other way. Oh, sorry, overtakes a truck in front to get to get away, narrowly avoiding the collision with something that's coming the other way. It's absolutely bonkers. What, what's hilarious about all that is he does all that to get away, but if it's the Secret Service, they know where he lives. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's, what are you trying to get away from? They, they, got... they know where you work. They know what you do. They know where you live. Why are you driving to get away from them? You've got cameras on you right now. Yeah. What are they going to do? They don't want to come and whack you. Yeah. Interesting. But that is basically Simon's story. Shags an alien four times a year and has an alien child or two. So why Simon? Simon claims that the aliens don't care about him physically, but are interested in Simon's soul and feel bad for what Simon is going through in one sense. Simon says that These reptiles are guilty as hell. They have apologised several times to me. They have said they are sorry for what they have done to your people. Elaborating Simon has explained that he isn't special at all and that there are far more important people than him in the world, but the reptilians are interested in Simon's bloodline. You know how a naturist may monitor a fox and then monitor that fox's cubs and then monitor those cubs' cubs? It's Simon's bloodline which goes all the way back to the start of humanity and the start of the monitoring. And just to add, Simon is well aware that he isn't the only one being monitored. It's just one of those things. Simon's bloodline are watched. So are they watching and doing the same to his offspring and all his cat kids? Good question. Because that's bloodline. Yeah. Do you reckon afterwards he screams, Acknowledge me! <laughs> if you knew you were always being watched... <laughs> would you well, would I do anything in particular or would I <laughs> change something I'm doing <laughs> depends how you're doing <laughs> because I would naturally just like walk down the road and just start sticking my fingers up like randomly like a madman start going like that everywhere I'd be tempted to moon <laughs> all the time uh, what about on your own during a uh, private time? <laughs> <laughs> Would I do anything different? <laughs> Put on a mask. <laughs> Simon isn't just knowledgeable in the extraterrestrial. On Simon's personal website, Simon offers political blogs as well as guidance on how to protect against jinn and demonic possession. Simon also recommends that Americans convert their savings into gold to avoid government tax. Simon also, also, signposts to protection against electromagnetic fields and 5G. It turns out Simon is a pretty big figure in these waters, whatever you call this sea. Going back to demonic possession, yes, of course Simon offers a cleansing service, but he only charges the rich. Simon can do this via Skype, but prefers to cleanse in person, and either way, Simon needs an in-person visit to finish the job. Simon has also been reported to have pushed the pro-Donald Trump QAnon conspiracy theory. Is that how you pronounce that? QAnon? Yeah, that one claiming to be in contact with the mysterious Q, who is leading the line in removing satanic and paedophile evil from the American government. Simon has previously shared views on 5G blocking devices, which have since been proven to be bullshit. 
Simon, as of 2022, appeared to have been banned from YouTube, reducing Simon's subscriber count of 650k and viewer count from up to 2-3 million to a few hundred thousand via other platforms. As we are now assassinating him, we started off introducing Simon as a Labour councillor. Whitby Council has 19 members and approximately four areas of responsibility, including burial matters, allotments, playgrounds and street lighting. All other local government matters in Whitby are handled by Scarborough Borough Council or North Yorkshire County Council. On the personal side, Simon has nine cats and I have no reason to suspect that they are related to the Cat Queen. Simon, despite what I've said here, is really good-humoured with all of this and has himself joked, I get more common sense out of the aliens than out of Scarborough Town Hall! <laughs> Simon wants to destigmatize alien visitation. Simon is categoric in his denial that his experiences were a way to escape his difficult early life. Simon has added, For many people who don't experience it, it's very hard to accept. We are taught to only see and believe what we can touch, but it's acceptable to believe in religion. It's a personal matter and it doesn't affect my work. I'm more interested in fixing someone's leaking roof or potholes. People don't want me to talk about aliens. We do, Simon. We do. Simon quit politics in 2015. <laughs> well, that took a turn. <laughs> <clears throat> Several turns, in I fact. Say not really unexpected, but... I was about to say, he has a good point there. Changing all your currency... To gold. To gold. Right? Mm. But then I just thought, what if they turn around and just drop the value of gold? You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> You've got all those fucking gold bullion and they don't, they're not worth shit. Maybe that's why he's got all the rocks. <laughs> he's, he's waiting for that moment when... Uh, Rocks become valuable. Rocks become valuable. And he'll be a multi-millionaire or a billionaire. Nine cats, eh? Indeed. You you were querying whether he had cats earlier on. Nice skirt around it. Nine of them. <laughs> He's got nine. He is a cat man. Again. Cat man. I don't want to know what his wife caught him doing. Oh. Fucking cat dad. Yeah, I, I did think it was interesting that she didn't want to appear on the film either. I don't blame her. <laughs> Would you? Well, <laughs> you're one of the cats. <laughs> Not now, Kevin. <laughs> we'll do that later. <laughs> Gosh, damn it. In summary, we've today covered Simon Parks, a former Labour representative of Whitby Town Council who was born to an absent father and a mother who may or may not have worked for the American Secret Service and misused alcohol resulting in her early passing. Simon's grandfather worked for the British Secret Service. Simon, though it turns out, had been adopted by a big green alien after first being visited while still in the womb. Simon was visited as a child, and by six years of age, Simon was having some form of holographic sexual intercourse with aliens. Simon remembers the ancient world and was present, for example, in the Garden of Eden. Simon has shared that the Bible isn't the full story at times, and in this example, there were many humans in Eden working for a master alien species. Simon has confirmed that there are many species of physically travelling and interdimensional aliens, and Simon has drawn some of these. Simon has also received an offer to join the Illuminati, but declined. The aliens respect Simon's working life as they don't want attention, but there has been a bit of friction in Simon's personal life, not least because Simon fathered an alien child called Zarka. This has pissed off Simon's wife, though the children are more understanding. There's nothing special about Simon, but he's getting all this alien attention due to the bloodline Simon was born into. His bloodline are just watched, and that's the way it is. We looked at Simon's character and other activities, discovering that Simon has pushed some fairly harmful ideas and does make money from these. 
Simon has been banned from YouTube, and there's a chance that Simon may be a bit of a prick. A chance. Anything you want to double back on, Mr. Moonwalker? Is it possible that the Cat Queen is literally a woman that owns loads of cats? And he has banged her, and they actually have a kid. I mean, anything's possible, if you believe in it. Don't believe in Simon. <laughs> <laughs> really? Uh, no, there's nothing I want to go back so, on. So, are you saying... Your, your assassination of him at the end has kind of <laughs> summed so, everything up. Were you on board before that point? I wasn't on board, <laughs> but I had so many questions. Are you saying that it was aliens? No. My uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to join you on that train. I still want to know why he's got all those rocks. Yeah, I don't recall that ever really being mentioned. There's so many. It's got rocks on shelves. Why are there rocks on shelves? Some people like rocks. And then rocks on the floor. I've I've known rock collectors. There's no tags to say what the rocks are. They're just there. Doesn't mean he might have... I've known a guy who I was with a group walking along on a beach once and he just stopped and went and picked up a rock and he's like, that's a keeper. It's like... Okay. <laughs> it was <a> Simon. <laughs> no, his name was George. <laughs> Are we going to have to do a case? <laughs> <laughs> he just picks up rocks that he likes and puts them on his shelf. Some people are just into that. Some people like cats. Some people like both. Cat dad. So, yeah, this, this one was a bit of a riot, wasn't it? <laughs> As I fell down the rabbit hole, I was loving life. But by the time I got to the other end of that rabbit hole, life had soured. Like milk. <laughs> I don't want to dwell too much. Simon comes across well in some interviews, but the shit he gets involved with is hard to justify. And to me, it feels a bit like even if Simon does believe the alien sex stuff... He's cashing in on vulnerable people liable to believe the most outlandish of conspiracies. The Confessions of an Alien Abductee documentary did theorise as to whether Simon Syke created the alien mother due to the trauma from his alcoholic earth mother, but I'm really not sure about that. As the videos have been removed for the later conspiracy stuff, I'm relying on a lot of secondhand sources for that part, which I'll link to the main sources in the episode notes, but the information is fairly consistent on this chap, unfortunately. That's pretty much all I've got to say on the matter. Any final thoughts from yourself, Mr. Moonwalker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm dwelling again now, just on the I'll cleanse for free mm. if you're poor. How do you just how do you quantify someone's poor? And obviously he had a big following on social media platforms and YouTube, so he's making that advertising money. Making some bank. Mm -hmm. Do you reckon that's why he quit the council? He's making too much bank. Making money and didn't need it, or he was starting to make money at that point and bringing the council into disrepute, perhaps? Possibly. No, I don't really know enough about it, whether... At first, they were okay with it, but then he started to get more outlandish. I was about to say, what? Whether if, he started doing his side hustles after he left it or what? What if they thought it was just a bit of harmless fun? Yeah, and it may well and have been. Then when he started appearing on uh, TV, they were like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, I think off. it is harmless until you start delving too heavy into conspiracy theories and trying to get other people on board and whatnot. Galvanizing. Rabble rouser. Yeah. Well, that is a wrap for today. Thank you for listening to. But it was it. If you enjoy the show, that makes us feel awkward acknowledging that. But there is a way that you can hear more. Each month, over at a place called Patreon. Forward slash but it was aliens, we release a side probe, a bonus episode covering wild and unusual paranormal cases, such as a dog with the power of hypnosis, and a demon typed thing with a hole in its skull and a tingling in its loincloths. Some of our own favourite episodes are on the Patreon, and we truly love making this show. If you have any episode suggestions, you can hit us up on the X Twitter at But It Was Aliens. You missed it. 
What did I miss? On the Twitter. I didn't. You did. Why did I? Remember, I can't do it just yet, so you were What makes you think I'm not banking it for when you're not expecting it? Fair enough. Or... (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Or you can join our publicly private and famously unknown Facebook group called Extraterrestrial Towers. We have a little gazebo on the roof where we'll usher in the aliens and there is a space for more. As long as Granville doesn't increase his squatting regime. Anyway, that's it for this episode. So until next time, do cat aliens purr when you bop them? <laughs> the truth is up there. Hash tag. <laughs> Not only did the question get me, but it's the fact you used the term bop. bop. <laughs> Amazing.